Welcome back to the Content Warning World Fighting Championship Content Warning saying it twice just to get it out there. In this corner we have all of the dirty words and the fucks and the shits and the swears that we are going to say. And in this corner we have the penis talk. So, in case you haven't noticed by the fact that I said all of those already, we will be having various dirty conversations and probably swearing a lot. Ready? And fight! Hey there, Balooniacs, it's Aeronauts, Zach and Tyler here. What you're about to listen to is essentially an after show to the fights that we've been doing. Basically, after every fight, we've been just having a conversation between the three of us. What we actually think would happen outside of the kind of realms of the, the competition we set up. And we thought we would release these to you as... I guess, I don't know, kind of bonus content and also desperately giving us room to record more episodes so we can be ahead of schedule for the first time in 2023. Yes. So, yeah. Welcome to the after show. I hope you enjoy. Yeah, Quicksilver wins. <laughs> Seriously, though, you made a great fucking argument. You almost flipped it. In that, the, like, the reason I was having such a hard time is because I'm pretty sure Quicksilver has beaten Human Torch in mm. a fight but in a way that was not mentioned in your thing. And it's the Super Speedster's favorite thing. Make a whirlwind around them and suck all the air out. And I was deliberately trying to avoid this argument because I knew it's a fucking... It's it's always the fucking thing for fire. It's, it's the best like, way to beat the Human Torch. It's the best way to beat the Human Torch, yeah. which is why I wanted to not even bring it up because it's so fucking easy. The only time it wouldn't have worked was when uh, his powers were imbued with the power cosmic. Yeah, when he became a herald of Galactus, that doesn't work no more. But that's oh, a whole you mean when you have the fucking power <laughs> cosmic? Yeah, of course you'd be a fucking random speedster. <laughs> so There's I will a, say, speedsters win like conservatively ninety five percent of the time. Here is I will say that I disagree though with your argument of how Quicksilver would go about this because you left out one important thing of Quicksilver. He's a raging fucking egotist. <laughs> Quicksilver is never going to go in and punch the guy repeatedly. He has to go in. He might throw a couple of punches to make sure you... But then he'll stop and talk to you because he thinks he's better than a slow. Like, he's racist to non-speedsters. Yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. So, on, but honestly, the way I think this would go is they'd throw fire bolts and punches awesome. for a while and it would go back and forth. And then Quicksilver would do the vacuum tornado thing. And at that point, Johnny's only solution is the Nova Blast. But you're right. He's not going to... Okay, so yes, he's a fuckboy. So unless this is like one random warehouse that they for sure know is out in the middle of the fucking desert. And it's somehow to the death. Like, and like Johnny death. Storm has to be possessed by something. Yeah. Because he's just going to incinerate Quicksilver at that point. And I don't think that's him. I'd, I'd agree. Johnny, also, I do want to say to Tyler's favor, though, Quicksilver is, a, from what I researched on him, he's a bit fucking fragile. He gets fucking hurt all the time. Oh, yeah, time. no, he is. <laughs> like, not he's, say, a, <laughs> he's a bitch, but like... No, he's a bitch. Um, <laughs> he's, a bitch. <laughs> he's a bitch for a different reason. A lot of reasons. He is um, a bitch. But on this, <laughs> I think... I think he's quick to fight and subsequently would easily get broken mm -hmm. all the time. I think he would easily fuck himself up in a fight with Johnny Storm <laughs> in a way where he would not realize it until it's too late. Oh yeah, no, I'm staying with Quicksilver is not coming out of this in good condition. I think he could like pull 
through. Yeah. But it's uh, the biggest problem that Johnny has is it's not that Johnny is stupid because when you put him in very, he is a weirdly brilliantly gifted mechanic. Right. He keeps hot rodding random spaceships that Mr. Fantastic creates and like does stuff with the engine that Mr. Fantastic and Spider-Man are like, how did you even think of this? Like, you just made it go faster than light speed. It was already doing light speed. But, uh... I kind of figured he didn't have time to, like, yeah, exactly. roll under a car that's in the corner of no, the no, warehouse. And I, and and, I'm not saying that, yeah. but, like, when it comes to actually his powers, Johnny is really... Kind of dumb and straightforward. Yes. Straightforward <laughs> is a better one than dumb. Yeah. If it's time for a fight, Johnny's going to go for a fight. If it's time... And it's very... He's got a whole hardcore Marty McFly, don't call me chicken. Mm -hmm. He's not going to fucking pop off a Nova Blast when he can literally just light it on fire. And and especially because Johnny is obsessive, actually, about not causing damage with his powers more than he has to. Like, because, you know, he's got the reputation of (laughs) a hothead. But there was this storyline... Where it turns out that he accidentally burned the fuck out of this guy in his early career. Like, a school bully or something. Like, a dude... And it wasn't like the dude was bullying him and he set him on fire. But someone got caught in the crossfire. Who did not deserve to get caught in the crossfire. And got half his face permanently burned. Thanks to knowing Johnny. So Johnny became an obsessive firefighter. He's went through firefighter training a bunch of times. He's all about, like, I have possibly the most fatal power out of any superhero, maybe this side of the Hulk. Let's, like, be careful with it. And a lot of times he loses his fight is because he's so careful with it. I need to read more Fantastic Four and and Johnny Storm stuff, I'm realizing. It's a crapshoot. It is, and that I know it's a crapshoot. And the where Fantastic Four works is when they lean into the fact that it's zany, exploratory sci-fi mixed with family drama. The moment that you try to make it fucking X-Force or the Avengers, it doesn't work. When they made Fantastic Force, which was like an X-Force spinoff of Fantastic Four, one of the worst things I've ever read in my life. The only Fantastic Four series that I know I for sure have read is, I think it was just called Four? Just the number four um, at a mid mid two thousands. Yeah, it was. Uh, they go broke. I'm pretty sure and have the, to like move into a hotel. McNiven wrote it, not wrote it, uh, drew it. The guy who did uh, a Civil War was the artist. I oh, think okay. They fight the Jersey Devil. That's hundred percent possible. This is That's one amazing. of the things. <laughs> but this is kind of what I mean. Of like they'll they'll miss the point and be like, okay, instead of letting them be like weird science exploratory family, let's have them grow broke, go broke and have the invisible woman become a school teacher. And they'll live in a like they'll live in a hotel. And battle the thirteenth Leeds child. <sighs> I mean that actually I do want to read. But that book was so unpo- the one you're talking about was so unpopular because there was a popular Mark Wade, second time I'm talking up a Mark Wade book in these episodes, and a guy named Mike Raringo, Fantastic Four series that really leaned into that Silver Age goofiness, fun kind of aspect of it. We're going to explore and we're going to be a family, and by the way, sometimes Doctor Doom attacks. It does get dark. This is the series where Doctor Doom makes a mystical armor out of his ex-girlfriend's oh, flesh. okay, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that happens. Yeah. They also meet God and it looks like Jack Kirby, but that, yeah. that's cute and not... But they canceled this very popular, easily the most popular Fantastic Four series in years for that one. (laughs) And people revolted. And so it was for the first time in a long time they had two Fantastic Four books because the guy running it was like, no, no, we need to keep four. And everyone's like, no, give Mike Waringo back. So this makes sense why I read it. 
I don't know if I've told you this, but for the majority of my life, my comic book hunting has been bargain bin hunting. Oh, yeah. That's how I buy comics is generally I will start with like... I mean, as someone who owns the Marvel Max uh, Damon Hellstrom, Son of Satan, I understand. Um, For the person who that book has been sitting in my truck for a couple of months now, yeah. (laughs) I have like a huge swath of the single issues of the original Guardians of the Galaxy run just because they were... Literally a quarter of piece at Muse Comics at one point. I was like, well... That explains how you knew about the Jim Valentino run. I never understood, like, that random bit of knowledge you had. Yeah, I have a fucking wildly neclectic bit of fucking (laughs) everything because it's like, ooh, this looks pretty and it's it's cheap as fuck. That's how I got into Justice League International. Mm. I mean, this is kind of how I got into Grendel. Yeah. I picked up a uh, a Grendel book at Book Exchange for like five bucks. And yeah. Went, this is the best thing I've ever fucking read in my life. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was red, white, and black. Oh, uh, the the one where he finds a little demon is possessing mm-hmm. him is the one that I had. Mm, okay. But Re- really weird off question, just because I would, I would just submit this to be a question for a season, but I don't think it's that long of an answer. We're going to the bar with no name this season. There's also a bar with no doors. Is there a bars with no anything else? Like a bar with no floor, the bar with no ceiling? Actually, I almost guarantee the bar with no ceiling exists in one of the fairy realms. But Wasn't there a gag in like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air where they're talking about being rich and it ends with Will Smith going, if we're so rich, why don't we have ceilings? And then it yeah. like s- scrolls up and you see the top of Breaks the Breaks the fourth stage, wall, like... yeah. <laughs> that's good. That doesn't answer your question, uh, yeah. but that's where I went. I've seen like two episodes of Fresh Prince in my life. <laughs> And you know a good reference from it. <laughs> that, not, a, not a big deal. Other good reference for it, there's an extra verse to the theme song. It's only played in the first two episodes. What's the verse? It talks about him actually being on the plane, if I remember right. Oh, okay. And then they just cut it down. And like, yeah, yeah, we don't need this one. Like he got on a plane? and and Okay, that's... I can't remember it for sure. It's been a while since I've heard it. Because like it, in the... For the most of my mm-hmm. knowledge, he just like gets in a fucking cab in Philadelphia. And next thing you know, he's... Oh, no, shit. What was... It? No, I think he, I think it's something about him that being on a plane. Expensive cab drive. Which is always what I thought. There's the Oblivion Bar, which... Mm. is a bar outside of space-time, so I guess no location. I like that, the bar with no location. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I realize that you can, in Marvel's Midnight Suns, you can get shirts Uh of the bar with no doors. Oh, okay. Like Scarlet Witch has a bar with no doors shirt, and Strange has a bar with no doors shirt that you can get. And I was like, wait, there's also the bar with no name. Is there anything else? Maybe? Anyway. More as a joke than anything else, because I think the bar with no floors is really funny. Anyway. Yeah, I think... Quicksilver wins. It's very hard for Human Torch to win this fight. It's impossible for Quicksilver to win this fight clean. I think we need to come up with... We need to accept the possibility of a third answer where... They knock each other the fuck out? Yep. Honestly, both of ours. There's a, I mean, because with Nightwing and Daredevil, there was a really solid chance that of, it ended with the Rocky ending. Like, absolutely. <laughs> There's a really what is almost that, Rocky that ex- two, Rocky three, or if even if it's three. not them both getting knocked out, it's like it's like he did knock him out, but he's too fucked up to continue. Yeah, makes it like five steps and then like collapses outside the door. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't even think he makes it outside the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just long enough to see that the other guy's out, and then yeah, I see that happening in both these fights, but. Fucking speedsters, man. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Right. Fucking speedsters. Um, cool. cool. 
Well, that's it for today, folks. We're taking off. But before we go, we'd like to remind you to hit subscribe and check out all of our sister shows at earverm.com. That is E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. Other ways to get in touch with and follow us will be in the show notes. As always, we want to give a special thanks to our editor, Stephen Gady, and to Ian Ford for our theme song, Tracks. Until next time, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. Up, up, and away.